Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hello, race fans, and welcome to this week's edition of Southern Race Week, right here on your favorite radio station and favorite podcast location. I am William Barber, a.k.a. WB, and, of course, every week's we have none other sitting on top of his pit box, the producer to the stars, the guy that gets us all the driver's interviews that we could ever want and brings legitimacy to this show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Alfie. Alfie, how are you doing, sir? Hey there, WB. Glad to be with you again this week on this fantastic edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, as we have another jam-packed show for everyone this weekend and so much going on in the world of auto racing we got the nhra uh, continuing this weekend indy racing kicks off this weekend so much stuff going on atlanta motor speedway william it's just crazy they just got uh, finished up the supercross there they got the uh, monster jam next weekend and then um, they got the the american flat track series coming up so much stuff going on and we're going to be covering everything that's going on in nhra indy atlanta motor speedway uh, just we got it all whether it's four wheels or two wheels William as you like to say we cover it all when it comes to racing here on Southern Race Week Radio my friend if it goes fast and it's dangerous we like to talk about it because we like to get involved with it that's right every single week in and wake out right here on Southern Race Week if this is your first time tuning in don't forget this is the show that gives you the grassroots racing of the side of what's going on with the motorsports industry sonora raceway getting ready to kick off with new owners new management and new faces and new places and uh, whether you're talking about sonora raceway in the dirt track racing series or you're talking about atlanta motor speedway for the monster trucks coming motocross or american flat track we cover it all right here every single week in and week out, and we love for you to get involved. So make sure you find us, follow us, check us out on all the social platforms. Just Google Southern Race Week, and you will find us. We'll give you details on every place and every face that you can find us. Not only can you find us on your favorite radio station location, but you can also find us on your favorite podcast location. All right, Alfie, so at this point in time during the program, we'd like to run down who is the guest on this week's show. Who do we have? Who do we have? Who do we have? Oh, my man. We got a jam-packed show for you this week. Coming up in a couple of weeks, we're going to be at Talladega Super Speedway for the NASCAR Cup Series. So you got the opportunity to speak with the big man in charge, the president of Talladega Super Speedway, Brian Crichton. And also, as you mentioned, the American Flat Track Series will be coming to the Atlanta Motor Speedway for the first time ever. And uh, we're going to speak with a couple of the racers in the American Flag Track Series. That is uh, Briar Bauman and Dallas Daniels. And we'll talk to, to those two racers coming up this week as we preview what's going on there with the American Flag Track Series. That'll be May 1st at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. And tickets are still available. So if you want to purchase your tickets for the American Flag Track Series at AMS, just go to AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com. And those are the great guests that will be joining us this week, William, on the Southern Race Week Radio 
program and the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Now, man, dude, I'm telling you, I was watching some of the American Flat Track Racing Series. They're going to be racing a similar, similar track program that they did at Daytona a couple of years ago, where the front stretch is the asphalt of the real racetrack. Of, I say the real racetrack, but of the concrete racetrack or the whatever racetrack. And then the rest of the track is the dirt, and it's got humps, bumps, beats, bangs. Dude, they get up to 140 miles an hour down that front stretch at Atlanta Motor Speedway on those 420s. It's going to be exciting. I'm Adam Alexander, part of the NASCAR coverage on Fox Sports 1, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, race fans, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week and your favorite radio station and your favorite podcast location. This week on the show, as promised, we're going to head on over to the Food Depot hotline to catch up with the main man, the president, CEO, big dog, head man in charge, the man that's given us the 2021 Geico 500. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Brian Dennis! Brian, welcome to the show. <laughs> wow. I, I think I need to take you everywhere with me for, with, with, with that introduction. That was, that was awesome. Man, I'm, te- yeah, I'm pumped up about it now. How excited is the, the team and how excited is Talladega as a community to be able to welcome all these folks back in? We are extremely excited. We, uh, you know, we've been just continuing to build on the foundation that we've had from 2020, you know, first in June, welcoming fans back for the first time and then building on that in October. And we got a lot of great plans for, for April. We're going to be expanding uh, the capacity in our grandstands. Uh, we're opening up, uh, the infield Talladega garage experience for the first time since October, 2019. We got a brand new infield drive-in experience that we're excited about. We continue to see all the positives happening here at Talladega. Super Speedway, and we are excited about welcoming the fans out for what always is great racing here at Talladega. The first date that me and my wife went on, uh, I asked her if she wanted to go to a race with me, and uh, she said, sure, I've never been to a race before. This is like 20 years ago, and uh, I said, okay. I said, "Um, I'll pick you up, and we'll we'll fly over there, you know, or we'll go over there. She didn't know what I meant by fly, so I drove to Atlanta Motor Speedway, at the airport next to Atlanta Motor Speedway, she said, I thought we were going to Talladega. I said, we are, but we're going in the plane. <laughs> so, And that's the beauty about Talladega is that you've got the airport right there next to you. So whether race fans want to come in by RV, camper, car, or whatever else, or by aircraft, Talladega is welcoming fans of all ways and shapes and sizes. Um, if somebody wants more information about tickets, go to talladegaspeedway.com. But I want to ask you, Brian, what are race fans saying and what, what's the update on camping? That's, that's the thing I keep having people ask me. What's going on with camping and the free camping? Yeah, so we, we have our campgrounds, uh, our infield uh, campgrounds are going to be open. Uh, we, we unfortunately um, won't have them all open because we've got to continue to protect that NASCAR competition bubble. Right. So I'd, we'd say, I'd say probably about two-thirds of our infield campgrounds will be open. Okay. Uh, last I checked, we are under 50 spots left uh, mm-hmm. inside of, of the, uh, the infield, uh, so those are going real well. Uh, unfortunately, right now, just because of policies, procedures with NASCAR, uh, we are not doing tent camping 
uh, right now. We are not doing the, the free camping right now. Um, okay. it, it's, everybody's got to be in a self-contained RV. Gotcha. Um, and so that's what we're permitted to do at this time. We're hoping and uh, fingers crossed that for October it's going to be different and we'll be back to the normal uh, Talladega. Uh, we also have outside campgrounds as well. Okay. So we've got our south campgrounds right outside of turns one and two, our champion's corner, our winner's walk. Uh, so we've got uh, some outside camping too. Those are selling strong as well. Uh, again, fully contained RVs uh, will be in those areas. Uh, so we are camping. We're not back to this, just the, uh, you know, the typical Talladega camping. We cannot wait to get back to that. And, and believe me, it, it, I'm going to be the happiest person, you know, in the world once we're able to, uh, to open up all the campgrounds again and get this place back to what makes Talladega Super Speedway so special. Well, last time I checked, there were still some limited tickets available for the, uh, for the triple header weekend coming up April 24th through the 25th. And, you know, whenever you can come to Talladega and see the top three formats in the NASCAR series uh, in one great location, it provides a unique approach because you'll see a lot of some of the guys that will be racing the trucks. You may have Kyle Busch that may try to do a three three wide racing and do all three series. That brings a lot to the race fans so that they can come out and see all the formats and the uh, and, and be able to see the great challenge and, and the side-by-side racing that Talladega offer. Yeah, the side-by-side, the two-wide, the three-wide, sometimes even the four-wide uh, racing that the Talladega Super Speedway provides. And you're right, that doubleheader on Saturday is uh, is always a, a, a great one. Uh, and then to uh, cap the weekend off with the Geico 500. And, uh, I mean, just, you know, the, the, the race is always exciting, but there's no finish you know, like the uh, like a finish at Talladega Super Speedway. So it's a uh, it's always an exciting weekend, and to have the three series that are in here uh, racing uh, throughout the weekend, it's uh, it, it, it's a non miss weekend for sure. So talk to me about this brand new drive-in experience because you know, am I going to be watching the race on the jumbotron in my car, or what's that about? Well, so uh, as I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, we're uh, not permitted to have tent camping uh, this coming up April weekend, and so we've got an area about three or four rows deep uh, that's in the uh, turn one, two area Mm -hmm. of our infield. And they're all marked out. They're all reserved spots. And since we can't tent camp, we we said, okay, what are some other opportunities that we can provide to the fans that want to come out? And uh, so we developed this drive-in viewing opportunity, which is you know, you, you purchase the uh, spot, $200. It it gets you the car and then four people uh, inside the infield Sunday morning. Uh, you got your 20 by 20 reserve spot, so plenty of space for a car and a pickup truck, an SUV, and, and uh, a 10 by 10 pop-up tent, your grill, your uh, cooler, you know, just uh, basically it's it's uh, it's uh, tailgating amped up uh, inside gotcha. the infield of Talladega Super Speedway, you know, right right there looking at turns one and two, which are always, always, you know, a great spot to watch the races from. Well, that was always the spot that I always uh, like to sit at, just, uh, just right there close to the start-finish line. And uh, with the start-finish line being at the end of pit road, turn one always ends up being exciting because – the drivers are racing literally to the cusp of turn one for the checkered flag. You're exactly right. When when Bill Friend Sr. built Talladega Super Speedway, he wanted it to be unique. He wanted it to be a little bit bigger, a little bit longer, a little bit steeper uh, than Daytona International Speedway. So that's why we're a little bit bigger than them. But then he also had this brilliant idea of moving the start-finish line down, you know, about a quarter mile from the, from our tri-oval. So that way the 
all the fans that are in the stands, the fans that are in the infield, they could see that whole race for that finish line coming through the trioval, and then to your point too, all the way down into turn one. So uh, it's always, uh, I think Eric Amarola finished backwards uh, last year. Yeah. Uh, so it's always uh, an exciting uh, final quarter mile uh, run to that uh, to that uh, unique start finish line we have here at Talladega. Well, you know the thing that uh, Brian that I I, I see that um, a lot of the you know the NASCAR's new protocol and the the, the take the a lot of fans are trying to get used to the the virtual ticket or the uh, the ticket on their phone uh, or in transferring the tickets. Do y'all have some some how to videos on your website or something like that to where people can learn how to do these ticket transfers or buying tickets and sharing it with their family and friends kind of thing? Yes, yeah, so that's a great idea. So, uh, you know, I, I'm be totally honest with you. I'm not sure if we have that, but that's a that's a great idea. As we do transition to this touchless, uh, you know, and, and some people, uh, you know, no technology. Like if I need something done, I hand my phone to my 15 year old son, and he he gets he makes it happen for me yep. because uh, he's he's you know he's much more in the technology than I am. Um, so that, that's a great idea. I'll have to look into that. And if we don't, um, you know, maybe put some tutorial videos up or, or, or figure that out. It's my understanding, and, and I've done it when I was down in Daytona and some other spots uh but it's it's a pretty easy process but you're right some of us like myself are, are technology challenged um and, and so that that's a great idea but uh, you can also print them off at home uh as okay well. i mean even you know you can you know, we'd still take the paper tickets uh it's just that we're not providing those paper tickets at this point we're providing them through the the email system uh so that way you can distribute your tickets out the way you want or have them on your phone as you walk up so it's all touchless all right, cool, cool, cool. So you will be take so people can print their ticket off because I know that some racetracks have kind of been like, oh, no, we're not taking any paper or whatever else. So they can print their tickets off and bring them to first old school people like me. I know how to print something off. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. We, we will scan a printed ticket. Uh, you know, obviously once that, that ticket is scanned, um, you know, and your phone won't scan or any other tickets that were copied off of that, you know, sheet of paper, those won't scan. As soon as that ticket is scanned, it would kill that barcode for any other, uh, you know, ticket that's out there. But gotcha. yes, absolutely. We will take that, um, you know, that, that printed paper, uh, ticket. Um, and scan it at our gates as they're coming in. Cool beans. All right. Well, listen, if somebody wants to find out more information uh, and get some of those final tickets that are available, uh, Brian, the website, the best place to go to, yeah, I think both. You know, I think the website is a great spot to go to just because, uh, you know, with these new experiences we have, there's more information about it. Uh, so I encourage people to go to talladegasuperspeedway.com uh, to learn more about those new experiences. There's also a pretty easy uh, online ordering system there. Or fans can call 877-GO-TO-DEGA, and that's G-O, and then the le- the number two, and then Dega. So 877-GO-TO-DEGA. Well, Brian, we sure do appreciate you being on the show today, man. And uh, great facility, great track. And I love all the, the new things that you've done with the track. Uh, I mean, like I say, over the 40-plus the, the years that I've been a race fan. I agree with you. This place is a special, special place, that's for sure. And we appreciate all your support. Hey, this is Jamie McMurray, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southview, continuing with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we have a guest that is standing by. Big event coming up at Atlanta Motor Speedway May 1st as the American Flat Track Series 
makes its debut at the spectacular Atlanta Motor Speedway in Hampton, Georgia. And we are very honored to have one of the participants that will be uh, partaking in that great event coming up on May 1st at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, let's head on over to the Food Depot hotline and welcome in from an undisclosed location somewhere in the United States of America. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Briar Bauman. Mr. Bauman, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're doing well, my friend. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And I am, especially now that we're getting close enough to being in Atlanta where, where our next event is, our next race at the Speedway. Uh, we're close enough that you're asking me how I'm doing and we're talking about a race coming up. So it <laughs> makes me uh, feel a little bit better. Well, uh, Briar, let's talk a little bit about yourself personally because uh, I don't know if a lot of the listeners know about this great series that you partake in. So tell us a little bit about the American Flat Track Series. Yeah, so American Flat Track, we race on majority oval tracks of any size up to basically a mile track length is uh, is kind of the max. But we, we ride on short tracks, half miles, miles, three-eighths, five-eighths, all of the above, really. So, And then in Atlanta, we'll be on a TT, which has some right-handers and some, and some jumps where the ovals are all left-handers. So, yeah, kind of those are our disciplines, really, and, and uh, kind of all there is behind American Flat Track. I mean, obviously, the racing is a little bit more in-depth than that, but for the general consensus we uh, we ride on ovals and sometimes we go go right and hit jumps so tell me a little about the team you're on and also about your season so far so tell us a little bit about who you race for and how the um the team works together for you to get out there on the track and to be successful yeah so i race for indian motorcycle on one of their twin cylinder 750s it's a custom built bike most bikes in the american flat track paddock in the in the twin division. So there's a twin division and there's a singles division. The singles are, are single cylindered engines and I'm, I'm in a twin division that has a twin cylinder. So yeah, I ride for Indian motorcycle on their twin cylinder 750 and an incredible team to be a part of. They, we've won the championship two years now in a row, uh, 2019 and 2020. And honestly, it's been, uh, it's been a dream working with those guys. Uh, it takes a lot to be ready for the American flat track season as far as Going after a championship, you have to you have to have all everything in line, all the all the eyes dotted and T's crossed, and and Indian Motorcycle has done that beyond belief for me. So, yeah, it's been it's been a great run. I've been with the team for two years now, and hopefully I'm with them for many more. So it's tough in any sport to win a championship, but to win back to back championships, that's something that's very unique and and hard to do. So for those championship seasons, do you think you'll be able to carry those in into this upcoming season, and and hopefully win yourself another championship? I hope so. I think that it's funny. I've been professional now for 11 years, 10, 11 years. And I think I've learned more about myself and about racing and about scenarios in the last two years. than I have the, you know, the previous nine, just, just being in that, that position where you, you're carrying the weight of the championship, you're, you're leading the points. Uh, we generally have 18 rounds. You have at least 18 weekends who knows what the what the time period that is you know generally we start in like march and go until mid-october so you have that amount of time to think about a championship so uh i'm hoping two years of dealing with that i've had so many different scenarios over those two seasons that i think that i'm in a better it just teaches you so much i'm in a better spot now uh mentally going into it and and prepping myself for the rest of the season that it's just experience that i wouldn't have gotten if i wasn't in that spot so 
no, I think uh, I think it should carry over and it should help us help us go for a third one. Being with Briar Bauman here, racer in the American Flat Track Series here on Sun Race Week Radio, and as as we learn a little bit more about you, sir, I see that you started uh, racing uh, at a very young age. What was one of the things, or maybe a couple of the things, that made you want to uh, start flat track racing here at the age of eight? Yeah, so when I was young, one of my neighbors had a bike, and there was actually a race right down the road from our house that. Uh, that was called the Ricky Graham Memorial. Ricky Graham was a huge motorcycle racer in our in our series, and Ricky Graham Memorial he passed away unfortunately. But the neighbor had a bike, so my parents took the bike to uh, to the race for them, just because his parents couldn't get it to him. And and after that, we kind of I kind of got a little bit of an idea. saw saw a motorcycle, it was just a KX65, and saw the bike. Kind of got fired up about it. Asked my parents one Christmas for a bike and. And from there, it kind of just escalated. They did. They got me. A, got me a Honda 70 was my first uh, motorcycle. So, got that and, and started ripping around the house. And, and from there, it just kind of, like I said, it escalated. We actually, our next race was at the the Ricky Graham Memorial, the same one that kind of got us interested in racing. So, when I did the, that first round, that first race, I I got smoked. I took dead last, and it was it wasn't even about that you know what i mean it was just such right. a good time um i was so young that i didn't know what was going on anyway uh, i didn't even know they were giving out trophies so <laughs> it was uh like i said it was just enjoyable it was something that i really really liked and at the time i was involved in baseball and i had played baseball for a few years my dad was a ball player his whole life and and as soon as i cut my first laps at the track for a race rather than just around the house it was kind of like all right i i don't want to do anything but this so that's kind of what got me started, and, and just like most, once you come to an event or you participate, whatever the scenario is, like once you do that that first time, it's kind of, like you said, it just bites you. Another interesting tidbit I learned here by reading your bio is that your wife, Shayna, is also a rider as well. In fact, she's the winningest rider in the history of the American Flat Track Singles Class, and she also rides for Red Bull KTM Factory Race Team. So tell me how are those dinner conversations like? They're good, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it's even even when we both have bad nights and we're we're frustrated or what's harder is when someone has a good night and the other has a bad night that's hard but at the same time it, it's just nice to have someone to bounce ideas off of that obviously we're together because we we think really really similar away from the racetrack not not with it so when we do have some things that we need to talk about or ideas or or different scenarios uh it's it's good to have a partner that you know is level headed that also does what you do it's not it's not the standard you throw ideas at someone who's just kind of supportive and hasn't really been in that in in those shoes before it's it's more like hey we've both been down down this road before and now with me winning two championships if she's in a position she has questions with that or you know if i have anything i need to bounce off her it's it's pretty we're really fortunate to have each other in that side that, that side of things now i'm sure you both are very competitive have you guys ever raced against each other before uh, we have we have raced together. Uh, that's how we met, actually. Oh. Uh, my first race, we we battled it out together, and from then on, we became really really good friends. That was before we started dating and so on. But yeah, it was uh, it was funny. We we've had oh. some good battles, and we've had some bad battles too. Uh, it's that's just like a, a match made in heaven, right there. It seems like all the stars oh, were aligned yeah. for the two of you to get together and and uh, and now spend the rest of your lives together doing the, the thing you guys love to do together. So it must be great that you guys can travel and, and you know, be able to do these things together and stuff. So that that's really awesome. Uh, now, uh, Briar, if our listeners want to keep up with you and maybe want to follow you on social media, is there a place they can go to to keep up with you and what's going on with you in your career? Yeah, I mean, I'm on all, all social media platforms, or the three major ones, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Briar Bauman. 
on my Facebook page is Briar Bauman Racing, but you look up Briar Bauman and you should be able to find it. So, yeah, I do a, a pretty good job of keeping things up to date and, and kind of showing more of an idea of what we do away from the track. Obviously, all the all the racing stuff, results, updates are, are all on all the pages, but also uh, what we do during the week rather than just uh, a racer. So, yeah, go ahead and check those out and probably get a pretty good laugh at the same time. <laughs> well, uh, Briar, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio and the podcast as well. Good luck to you in the season, and we will see you at Atlanta Motor Speedway on May 1st. Thanks for having me. I appreciate everyone listening in, and uh, we hope to see you at the track. Hi, this is Greg Walter, General Manager of the Charlotte Motor Speedway, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, race fans, welcome back to this edition of Southern Race Week, your favorite uh, radio station, or if you're tuning in on your favorite podcast locations, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the iHeartRadio app, we want to thank you for taking time to tune in and Today is promised. We're getting you up to speed on uh, some two-wheel racing action that's coming up to Atlanta Motor Speedway. We're proud to be saying that we're partnering up the Progressive American Flat Track Racing Series coming up to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Thanks to our friends from the Law Tigers for helping us give away some tickets and everything. But, hey, we've got some credibility coming to the show because y'all know me and my motorcycle skills. It's scary. So let's get on. The man that's won eight of his first full season of racing is eight wins coming off. I'm telling you, can't be more excited to have a champion, to have a man that knows how to get it done, and to have a guy that's only 17 years old and making it happen on the scariest racing I've ever seen in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dallas Daniels. Dallas, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Listen, dude, you're 17 years old. I watched you guys at Daytona, okay? And I was like, oh, my gosh. I aged 20 years just worrying about you boys. Tell me about racing like that because that's got to be some difficulty to get used to asphalt one second and then dirt the next. No, yeah, it's definitely a pretty tricky. You know, not only, uh, you know, asphalt's obviously full traction on our flat track bikes, and then you go to dirt, and it can, uh, especially going from pavement to dirt, it can get pretty sketchy. But fortunately for some of us, you know, like myself, uh, you know, Supermoto is, is actually just that. It's dirt and asphalt combination, but it's on road race slick. So it uh, definitely is a little bit different. But for some of us, we do have some experience doing that. And for most guys in the paddock, they all have experience because they did it that Daytona a few years ago. So it's not going to be anything new for me just from uh, my Supermoto experience. But it definitely looks like a really cool layout. And I'm really excited to try it. Well, if y'all just join us here, we've got uh, Dallas Daniels. <laughs> Dallas, how, tell folks how how fast you, you guys are going whenever you're racing at a track like Atlanta Motor Speedway? Uh, well, on a front straightaway like that, on our 450s, I'd say we're up anywhere near 110, 115. You know, um, the twins are up near 120, 130 probably. Uh, you probably won't see us anything higher than that, but that's definitely high speeds for our motorcycles on a track like that. This racing action is going to be going on May 1st out at Atlanta Motor Speedway, and if y'all want to get tickets now, make sure you go check out uh, AmericanFlatTrack.com. Um, Dallas, tell folks how you got started racing motorcycles and racing like this because you're 17 years old. You won eight races in your first full season. What? How did you get started? Central Illinois flat track is popular. There's a lot of district racing and stuff over there, but my, uh, my dad actually raced flat track, and uh, my grandpa raced flat track before him. So 
you know, it was just kind of natural. Uh, my dad was kind of more of a hair scramble guy. He didn't really do much flat track, and he ended up getting hooked up with uh, the Hart family, who's actually my crew chief, James Hart, and they were tied in with the Hayden family. You know, everybody knows Nikki, Roger, Tommy, the oh, yeah. very successful Hayden brothers, But um, and Tommy actually manages our team now. But my dad kind of got introduced to flat track and really loved it and, you know, introduced it to me. And it just, uh, you know, my daddy had a national number. He made a few nationals and run up front and, uh, you know, Never really made it his career, just did it as a hobby, but enjoyed doing it. And pretty much when I came along, tried to give everything he could so I could make it my career and uh, just put everything into me and try to make me the best racer possible. And, you know, we just worked at it for a long time. And I, you know, fell in love with the sport of racing, obviously. And as soon as I could, I was fortunate to get a good deal here with Essence and Racing, Monster Energy, Yamaha. And they gave me an opportunity of a lifetime. And I'm able to do this as, as my career you know and it's just uh it's a dream come true really well now uh dallas let me ask because i know a lot of folks are going to be wanting to find out more information about you uh learn more about the racing series and everything but what is the best way for people to learn more about you uh and do you are you a social media type platform guy uh the website what's that Oh, uh, well, yeah, you know, I mean, like, nowadays, everything's pretty much social media. So, I'm Instagram and Facebook, you can usually find me as Dallas Daniels or Dallas Daniels Racing. Um, or if not, you know, just go on to the American Flat Track page. Uh, definitely trying to get more people involved in the sport of flat track. It's such a cool sport, and there's uh, such great racing. And trying to do as much as I can on my social media and to make that possible. And, uh, yeah, the more followers I get, the more followers AFT gets, and the, the better our sport gets. So, you can find me on on Instagram or Facebook. All right. Well, Dallas, I'm, I'm putting that in right now. I want to, I want to start following Dallas Daniels right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm so excited, man. I, you just don't know, man. It's like, I, you know, for me and being somebody that lives right around the corner from Atlanta motor speedway, it is great to see the racetrack be bringing so many different diverse programs to you know the racing community right here this year this is great that uh, y'all get a chance to to combine a little bit of give us give the nascar fans a little what they want by getting to go to the nascar track and give the motorcycle fans a little what they want by seeing motorcycle racing is there opportunities because i've never been to one i'm going to be flat track racing for the first time as far as going to it and going to it all day long and everything else uh, at Atlanta Motor Speedway, whereas normally I just buy a ticket and just go in the gates and sit down and watch. Are there opportunities for fans to to meet drivers at a flat track racing? Yes, there. I mean, there's always uh, opportunities, usually for autograph signings and to meet the riders. Um, unfortunately, right now with the whole coronavirus, I'm not exactly sure where we stand on that deal. But uh, before the virus hit, it was we would have an autograph signing. Fans would walk through, get stickers, uh, autograph sheets. Sometimes guys were giving out many number plates and stuff like that. So, you know, it all kind of depends on what the sickness does. And if it goes away, I'm sure we'll be right back to normal. And I'm, I'm sure we'd have more fans because of that so they could come in and meet us. But right now, I'm not entirely sure on that. Okay. All right, Tim. Well, listen, if uh, if somebody says, you know what, Mom, I, some, look, some young person is listening to us and they say, man, I just... Mom, I just heard a 17-year-old guy that is racing at 140 miles an hour. Mom, what can I do? to? What piece of advice can you give to that young person that wants to start racing motorcycles? Yeah, uh, this is a question that I definitely wanted to, that I asked my dad a lot. You know, he could give me the answer. But uh, what I would say to a young kid is just, you know, go out and get, you know, get you a motorcycle and just go ride and have fun. Go to 
go to your local races, support your local racetracks and, you know, don't get, don't get too ahead of yourself. Just go out and enjoy it. My piece of advice is just to, to get your motorcycle and ride it whenever you can and learn as much as you can along the way. Well, listen, folks, if y'all want to have a great time, uh, May 1st, again, Atlanta Motor Speedway with the American, the progressive American flat track and Dallas. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I appreciate that. Thank you. This is Tim Coon from MRN, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, race fans, here we are about to wrap up another great edition of Southern Race Week Radio and Southern Race Week Podcast. I tell you what, Alfie, we, IWB, and this is Alfie, in case this is your first time here, I'm William Barber, a.k.a. WB, and this is Alfie. Thank you, thank you very much, and of course, the podcast will be available on Monday, every Monday, the podcast goes up here for Southern Race Week Radio, which you can check out on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud, you can check out this episode, and all the previous episodes we have done here on the podcast, check out some of the great interviews, conversations, and all the great guests, uh, celebrities uh, from the world of NHRA, Indy, NASCAR, uh, flat track. We got it all for you here. Four wheels, two wheels. We carry it all for you here on Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, William. And once again, thanks to all our uh, great guests for uh, joining us this week. Uh, President of Talladega Super Speedway, Brian Crichton, uh, was on the program. And then also, don't forget the uh, racers from the flat track, uh, series American Flat Track Series, uh, Briar Bauman and Dallas Daniels. Thanks to them for being a part of the program this week. So don't forget now, thanks to the uh, Law Tigers, Georgia's motorcycle lawyers, you can win tickets to the progressive American Flat Track Racing Series. Like and share that post, and you will be entered to win tickets to the upcoming race May the 1st at Atlanta Motor Speedway. That's about all I got, bro. Yeah, well, we got another special show coming up next week. William, uh, NHRA will be making its final appearance. Atlanta Dragway, the 40th anniversary of the uh, Southern Nationals, will be taking place. And next week, we'll have a special NHRA edition of the program. Ron Caps will be one of our many guests that will be joining us next week from the NHRA. So looking forward to talking to them as they'll be coming into Atlanta Dragway in Commerce, Georgia, for the final time uh, in just a matter of weeks. So looking forward to that, William. We'll see y'all at a short track super speedway or a flat track drag racing way near you soon.